Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this guy back, the president of Americans for Tax Reform, ATR.org. It is Grover Norquist. Grover, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing well. Good to be with you. You know, I got this form yesterday. As you know, I put the video form of my live radio show on Twitch. And uh, Twitch is a 1099 thing that I get something at the end of the year, how much I earned, and then I pay taxes on that through my accountant and so on. I got something in the mail yesterday that surprised me. It's something about a 1099K because yeah. uh, it, I guess it used to be a $20,000 threshold, but now it's every 600 bucks you make, you've got to do claim something or talk to the IRS. What, what is 1099K and why is it necessary? Okay, it's awful to start with. It's so bad that when it was first put in to pay for Obamacare by President Obama, okay, they realized what a mess it was and how difficult it was to operate and how many people were going to get hit with paperwork, even if they owed no taxes at all, their privacy would be stripped. They repealed it under Obama. They brought it back in the first couple of weeks of Biden. They stuck it into that bill that was supposed to solve COVID um, after COVID was in the rearview mirror with two trillion dollars. This got stuck in. Didn't get a lot of discussion. They tried to hide it. Only now are people, some many people realizing that 1099K is if you receive any money through Venmo, PayPal, uh, any of these various uh, tech uh, sources where you run the money through those, uh, $600 from a person over a year, over a year. So you and friends go out to dinner over a year. Does your piece of it get back at $600? That's reportable to the IRS. What does the IRS know? You got $600 or more. They don't know if that's income. You have to prove it isn't. You've had all your kids. You're going to go into the garage and sell off the toys and the clothes and everything. You're going to get 700 bucks. The things cost you thousands. But they'll send you a note. You got $700. We saw that. Prove it isn't income. Go show us the receipts. Can't find the receipts? Maybe we audit you. It's a disaster. Millions of these are going to, it's not, I mean, PayPal and Venmo are required by law um, and Marketplace, uh, you know, all, all the various places, StubHub and so on. They have to report this income. Uh, maybe it's not income. Maybe it's <laughs> you lost money selling a motorbike right. you bought 20 years ago. Uh, but it's, as far as the IRS is concerned, they don't know what you paid for it. They just know you got $500, $1,000. Maybe it's from your relatives. Maybe it's from mom and dad. You got to pay tax on it unless you kept all the receipts back 50 years. That just doesn't make any sense. So in other words, because you, you mentioned StubHub, if I buy a bunch of tickets, I buy five tickets to some big game or some big concert yeah. and they cost me eight, nine hundred dollars. I can only sell them for six fifty. I have to I have to report that as income and then have to yeah. explain to them why I took a loss. Yeah. Well, yes, you better be able to prove that because their position is all we know is you got you made six hundred and fifty. We say it's income. Uh, are you going to hire a lawyer for a couple thousand dollars? to avoid paying several hundred dollars in taxes. A lot oh. of people are going to write that check. Wow. I mean, that's unbelievable. So, I mean, literally, if I, if I post things on Facebook Marketplace, and yep. these are things, as you said, I'm generally speaking going to take a loss on toys or cars or whatever, I have to somehow find the receipt or the bill of sale from years earlier, prove to the IRS that I took a loss or else they're going to tax me, whatever my tax rate happens to be, calling it income when it's certainly not. Who, who does this benefit, Grover? This was an offshoot of Obamacare? They think they can make a few bucks. They believe that independent contractors, the original rule is you had to make $20,000 over the year from that source and in 200 different payments, okay? Um, and that meant 
most Americans, unless you ran a business all day through eBay, this was not going to affect you or show up anywhere. You weren't going to have to deal with all this paperwork. Uh, there are going to be tens of thousands of these notes flying around, and you are going to have to hire lawyers. Your privacy will be stripped because if they don't like you, they can audit you because you got one of these things, and you don't have an answer to the question about, you know, what would you pay to, to buy X, Y, or Z? Audit, audit. That can cost you thousands of dollars, lots of time, pieces of your life. Um, and Lord knows what they can decide they want to try and find with an audit. They can just stretch it out and eat up your time, even if you don't owe them a penny. It's Grover Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform, ATR.org. Go there for incredible information every single day. Um, uh, so this is part of the, inf- the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, right? Oh, no, it's pr- the first one, the $2 trillion. Oh, that one. Oh, that can this be defunded once uh, the, the Republicans take the House? Can they piecemeal and defund this specific thing? Because you've got to fund the ability to audit somebody or to, to keep records. Because you, you mentioned in the email that, that we shared earlier, this could be millions of pieces of paper that are being sent out by the IRS, and somebody's got to pay for that. Can the House defund something like this? Well, the, in the House and the Senate, there's legislation by uh, uh, Miller, Congresswoman from uh, West Virginia and right. Caputo, Congress Senator from West Virginia, they've right. got a bill to delay the whole thing a year, and then hopefully we then can kill it. Okay, uh, and we may get this. So talk to your congressman, your senator. Delay the one-year delay on implementing the 1099K, uh, Congressman Miller and uh, Senator Caputo, uh, because that can stop this for a year, and then we can put it to sleep. I believe we have a very, very good chance of doing this. The Democrats are beginning to understand. They thought they, every single Democrat voted for this stupid idea. Every wow. single, every Republican voted against it. It was stuck in, a, you know, thousands of pages of, of uh, spending bill. And they thought they were going to fool everybody. And now the independent contractors, a lot of other people for whom this is a bigger and bigger deal, they see it. They're going nuts. It is a huge problem for for small businesses, families, individuals now. Uh, I think we can delay it a year and kill it. Uh, well, thanks for shining a light on it, for sure. Uh, for sure. Grover Norquist, president ATR.org. Make sure you go to the website. I had Kat Kamek on, the re- representative for yeah. District 3 in Florida the other day, and she said that one of the first uh, pieces of business that they're going to deal with in the House is defunding the 87,000 IRS agents that have been added for no good reason. We're just spending billions of dollars because we can on 87,000 unnecessary agents. She thinks they can redirect that somehow to the border. How likely is that for some Democrats to get on board and getting rid of the 87,000? I think the Democrats are very vulnerable on this. The American people understand perfectly well that the IRS does not need 87,000 more agents. Uh, Our friend Biden ran for president promising he'd never raise taxes on anyone who earned less than $400,000 a year. The Republicans, when when the Democrats insisted on the 87,000 more agents, said, okay, here's a bill. We're not going to increase audits of people who make less than $400,000 a year. The Democrats voted it down. They voted it down. Biden killed it. So it was a lie that they aren't going to tax middle-income people, and they want to use the IRS to go after middle-income people, and that's what these 87,000 are for. They already audit the billionaires. (laughs) That's already happening. Uh, What they really want to do is get their hands on self-employed people, small businessmen, individuals, and the IRS itself says they're going to increase dramatically their audits of small businesses. That's one of the things they're doing. But all what we talked about earlier, the 1099Ks, they can go out and harass anybody they want. 
the, they right now, only half of the people who work for the IRS show up for work. There are others work from home. They put that into their contract. It's not just a hangover from COVID when some people worked at home. Right. They go, I like working at home. Only about 20% of the time when people call in and say, I have a question for the IRS, do they even pick up the phone? Never mind tell you the right answer, solve your problem. They don't even pick up the phone. I had a challenge the, the, the months ago. I never got through on the phone. Day after day, they're after 20, 30 minutes, they say, call back tomorrow. Literally, some automated voice would say, not, you know, at least with the airlines, they say, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. <laughs> Stick with us. Right. <laughs> It could be four yeah. hours, but at least you get somebody eventually. So, so yeah. with the, the eighty-seven thousand, I believe the Kamek was saying that that would be part of of killing it in the in the upcoming budget. But the omnibus was just uh, they're pushing this through now. How would they defund that? Would it be a separate? Because I don't know how it works. I know that the purse strings are, are the re- responsibility of the House of Representatives. Could they literally say we're going to take that money that you allocated for these agents and redirect it to the border, or get rid of it completely? And do they need the Senate to jump on board and Biden to sign off on it? Oh, you'd absolutely need Biden to, to sign off on it, uh, to, to sign something eventually. But what you do is you say, here's our bill. We pass it. And we insist that if you're going to increase the debt ceiling, this has to be part of it. There is leverage that one will have. Uh, and this is one of those issues where while there are various factions of the modern Republican Party in the House of Representatives, all of them would agree that this needs to be dealt with. So they'll have the votes to do that. They'll have at least 40 votes in the Senate to filibuster anything going the other way. And at some point, Biden is not going to want to be reminded every day that he lied his way into office, yeah. saying he wasn't going to harass anybody who made less than $400,000 a year. And he lied, he lied, he lied. And when he gets tired of hearing everyone tell him how he lied, he might actually sign the bill. Now, what's interesting is she also said, and I wonder what your thoughts are on this. And again, it's Grover Norquist, ATR.org. Go to that website right now. Uh, she's willing to, and she says there's a big enough block of Republicans in the House who are willing to use their leverage they have now to tell the Senate, we will not even look at any bill you present unless you do what we want. Do you think they have the wherewithal to do that? Well, yes, but I also think the Republicans in the Senate agree with them 100%. Their challenge is they don't have a majority, but they do have the 41 plus to filibuster something. So you got to find out where the Democrats really need something, debt ceiling recommends itself, yeah. but they're as well, and say this has to be on it or it doesn't happen. Uh, and again, when you have a fight, even if the government is shut down by Biden, and we and the Republicans say, this is what we want, and Biden says, I'd rather shut the government down than get the IRS off your neck, I think that's a good way for him to lose the next election for himself and his party. Well, I think he's losing it anyway. Most of uh, even Democrats don't want him to run again. It's uh, Grover Norquist, ATR.org. Make sure you go to that great website. An unbelievable information on this website. I go there all the time for reference. I want to bring up this JCPA um, that's in the defense bill. The JCPA somehow is is uh, something that's friendly to far left-wing uh, uh, media or social media that would restrict people like you and me. We know Twitter did it. The Twitter files are falling. We know Facebook continues to do it. Instagram, others, they continue to do it. Why would we put this in a defense bill um, to, to somehow protect platforms that would squelch free speech? Well, the Democrats are trying to stick it in the bill that was 4,000 pages long. Right. Uh, trying to hide it. And what it is, is it subsidizes the old establishment media, the legacy media, uh, radio shows and TV shows that aren't really making it, um, and newspapers, particularly local newspapers that don't have an audience. And if you're the Democratic Party, wouldn't you like to allow them to set up a cartel uh, to violate antitrust laws, all of these failing newspapers, in order to force people to pay them more money than the market would allow, and then 
you're a Democrat running for office, you go to the local newspapers, I subsidize you. You better write nice things about me. Of course. Or the subsidy ends. So subsidizing the media will give them a state-controlled media. Oh, I don't like East Germany a few years ago. Yeah, well, well, exactly right. Like Russia now, like North Korea now, like China yeah. now. And what's interesting about that is they don't really want fair competition. They're not, they're not holding these people up and, and letting, giving them a chance to succeed. They're holding them up and telling them, say what I say, you should say. And we know that Twitter was already doing that. We know that Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg admitted they did that with the Biden uh, laptop as well. Why do they need this? They already had complicity. Is it because we're revealing that they were doing it all along? Oh, no. They're actually, this one is going to extort money from the larger website, uh, from, from Facebook and so on. Oh, and they would take the money from them and give it to the others? Yes, yes. Wow. That's, that's the deal. So they're, they're stealing money from uh, the Google and all these other guys and handing it over to left-of-center local newspapers. Uh, and they're hoping some of the Republicans will go, oh, we get to punch Google, good. And they didn't finish the rest of the sentence. And then we subsidize left-wing press which will write nice things about the congressman, the, the candidate against you when you run for state legislature or Congress. We don't need the government to have more control over the media. We need to have less control over the media. And so that bill, I hope, will die a deserved death. But it is so important to the left, it will come back, it will come back, and it will come back. It's uh, Grover Norquist, the president over at ATR, Americans for Tax Reform, ATR.org. Let me ask you while I have you, this whole fair share crap comes up every every two years or four years. Uh, the rich aren't paying their fair share. It's unfair. It's always uh, the rich versus the poor. It's always this neighborhood versus that neighborhood. It's always economic um, division by the left in this country. Couldn't we just tell the truth, Grover, and say that Biden has raised taxes via energy? via inflation at over 8% for a long time. We're actually in a recession, and we were, we're back out, now we're going to go back into it again. Couldn't we say that he has taxed everybody when he promised he wouldn't tax a certain number of people and get rid of all that division? We, as Americans, I don't care if you make a billion a year or, or 10000 a year, we've all been screwed by his policies, haven't we? Everybody has. The idea that he was only going to damage people who made more than $400,000 a year is silly. There isn't enough money in those pocketbooks to fund the government for more than a month or two. Uh, if you just took it all, uh, the real cash that this government gets comes from the middle, middle Americans paying. And when he spends all that money and inflates the currency, every American with $5 in their pocket finds that that $5 is 7% less valuable, 12% less value. It becomes less and less valuable every year through inflation. That's, ex- that, that's not a tax. It's a confiscation of your property, your, your, your cash, uh, the money in your bank account, the way he's collapsed the stock market. 58% of Americans, not 10, 58% of Americans have a 401k, an IRA, a, a, a defined contribution pension, which means you're in the stock market. Right. That's more, almost 60% of Americans are damaged when the stock market goes down and Biden has been driving the stock market down with his anti-energy policies, his anti-job policies all of the taxes and spendings that, that, that you may not think it hits you, but when it hits the company that you're invested in in the stock market and it makes your life savings down 11%, that's Biden picking your pocket. Can, uh, can the right or the Republicans or conservatives having just the House, can they make a discernible difference in the next two years when it comes to the economy? Or do they just have to do all they can to stop uh, the really bad legislation that makes the economy worse? Can they buoy the economy at all or not? They can certainly do a stop the bleeding piece, okay. but 
majority in the House, and again, 41 votes in the Senate. The Senate can filibuster things. So the Senate is very valuable. It is as capable of stopping bad ideas as the House majority. So both. And you're going to need them both at different times. You need to find times when Biden is weaker rather than stronger. Uh, and you need to find issues that people get, because when they, if they understand them, then the D's decide to back off and say, we'll fight this another day. We don't want to have this argument now. We'll give you what you want. We got an awful lot out of Obama. We got a $2 trillion reduction in his spending plans over a 10-year period because he wanted $2 trillion in higher uh, debt ceiling. Right. That kind of approach, very reasonable, line in the sand. This is what we're suggesting. This is what we want. And then we never left it. The, Almost all the Republicans have signed the pledge that Americans for Tax Reform shares with them never to raise taxes. And when we went to Biden and said, hey, we'd love to help you, but we've all made a commitment never to raise taxes. So taxes are off the table. Now, how can we help you? Oh, we can help you cut spending. How about right. that? Because we're not helping you raise taxes. That's, and Biden kept coming, Biden, Biden, Obama, he asked a hundred times. He's like a teenage boy on a prom date, always asking <laughs> the same thing in different ways. You know, could we please raise taxes? Maybe, you know, and the answer was no, no, no. Right. No increases. Good. Uh, Grover, always amazing information. Grover Norquist, president, ATR.org. Go to that website. Thank you so much and happy new year to you. You too. Thanks, John. All right. Talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. Thanks. We appreciate Grover Norquist coming on. Always a pleasure to get that amazing information from him. Really, really good stuff. Go to ATR.org for sure. Time is a popular whip. Dirty pop. Yo. Hi, Paul. What's happening, brother? All right, so there's more information coming out for uh, this guy, DJ Twitch, Steven Twitch Boss. Uh, apparently, he did leave a note uh, explaining or hinting to why he took his life. Do you know what it said? Uh, they, they're not releasing that. Just saying he's alluding to like challenges he's faced in the past. Wow. Yeah. That sucks that, that he's gone. All right, Paul, I appreciate you. Sam, thank you very much. Carrie, thank you. That's it for us this week. Back on Monday, the Joe Pag Show, 6 p.m. Eastern time, if you're watching live or wherever it airs on your, on your station. Take care. This is the Joe Pag Show.